choices were made and words were said. Welcome to Up Next, a music podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew, joined always by my sexy better half, Stephen. Hi, Andy. Hi, Stephen. How are you? How the heck are you? <laughs> As we find ourselves in this godforsaken month of December, all is dark and cold, all is withering and dying. There is one glint of light at the end of my tunnel and it is this friday chicago war on christmas <laughs> with andy hell yeah i know i'm actually very excited uh i was trying to think of because i have to work a string of concerts but it's not this weekend it's the next which i'm dreading and i'm like fuck the middle of december is gonna suck and then i go not completely <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i'm super hyped to uh just go get that that hot new Omicron, um, Omicron. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, God, fucking damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried I might miss out on the cool variants, but now it's it's time to go. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Mm. Um, how about you, Andy? How are, how are you tonight? I'm good. I had my, my annual glug party. I brought that back. Oh, thanks, uh, thanks for inviting me. I safely, responsibly. I figured you wouldn't come for an all-day drinking party. <laughs> With your child. <laughs> yeah, coincidentally, I was on solo parent duty this weekend, so that was definitely out of the question. Um, how did the glug party go? It went really well. Um, I was telling my mom that I think I make it better than her. Oh, and damn. Her, and her first words out of her mouth were, you would think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you, mom. I do make it better. I actually, so the last time we had a glug party, and for those of you listening <clears throat> that aren't super privy, glug is a mulled wine. Swedish, Dan- so I say Swedish and Danish because that's the tradition that I come from. But it, you know, there's like German. It's like Glugervinen or whatever they fucking say. But it's that area of Europe, mold wine. But uh, we pour a fifth of Everclear in it so that we can <laughs> light it on fire and you know, like melt sugar cubes into it. And I, the last time we had this party, we ran out. So I'm like, I'm going to make a backup batch just in case. And I already had a fifth of Everclear, but I didn't want to buy. They didn't have fifths of Everclear when I went again. And I didn't want to get too much because one doesn't simply want to have Everclear on hand. (laughs) So Um, Freshman year of college, Andy definitely wanted that. I just if I had it. Correctly. Oh, yeah. I think I, I, it was uh, it was just that I had it. It wasn't a want. Um, <laughs> when you're 18, you grab what's there. <laughs> and uh hmm. but so the guy at this liquor store goes oh yeah we don't have any more fifths of everclear but you can just grab this polish stuff next to it it's a little stronger and i'm like ah ha ha and i didn't pay attention and then i made this back a batch and i had a glass and i gagged i was like holy shit this is so alcoholic and i looked and everclear is like 151 proof and this polish shit was 192 and I did not taper the recipe to compensate <laughs> for that. So, damn! Um, did you save some for me? I did actually. Awesome. Well, don't drink I'm it trying... all between now and Friday morning. <laughs> there is approximately thirty mason jars full of it. So, 
that I think I would have a lot of problems if I did finish it beforehand. I wouldn't put it past you. Um, thanks. You know, emotions help make for great music. And boy, do we have an emotional album. We do. For you today. Yeah, what what are we discussing analyzing digging into tonight another another monday night recording session we're really i know it's a trend now and i don't like it i was almost gonna ask you if you could push back to tomorrow but i was like absolutely (laughs) not absolutely (laughs) well you're gonna do all of it tomorrow anyway but anyway what is it that he's going to be doing editing this episode about jamie uh the solo debut album from Brittany howard uh of the alabama shakes fame she is also what's her? She has other groups she'd play with like Thunder Bitch and something else, which is a fantastic band. Yeah, I know Thunder it's Bitch. dope. Um, yeah, so this is Brittany Howard's debut album, uh, recorded in 2018, but came out in September of 2019. The album consists of Howard doing most everything, and I think a lot of like electronic drums she did, or you know, like where it was just. Per- programmed on the keyboard programmed. additional musicians include terry uh terry k anderson who is this preacher that she sampled <laughs> for a, a track um lloyd buchanan on organ zach cockrell on bass and that's the basis from alabama shakes robert glasper uh, who is a very famous jazz neo so like gospel keyboardist if you've not heard of him check him out he's amazing Larry Goldings, Paul Horton, Lavina Meyer, Rob Moose, and my boy, he's not my boy, I wish he was, Nate Smith on drums. Uh, he also plays vibraphone on one <laughs> track, and I, I loved that feature. <laughs> now we know why, uh, why Andy picked this Oh, record. yeah. No, Nate Smith is a monster. You should check out his stuff. Uh, Kinfolk is his stuff, but he... He can play everything. He is one of the craziest drummers I've seen. Uh, check, yeah, check him out. I nice. cannot obviously endorse him enough. But we're not here to talk about Nate Smith solely. We're here to talk about Brittany Howard. So this album has, it's been called, much to your love of musical styles, it's been called synth rock, blues rock, neo soul, experimental, psychedelic soul, gospel, funk, hip-hop, contemporary R&B, electronic music, retro soul, jazz fusion, spoken word, avant-garde, new age, trap, noise rock, funkadelia, alternative country, power pop, and doo-wop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Do you, how fitting do you think most of those are? I think you can loosely say this album had an element of every genre, but you know, like what? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's it's loosely related to classical music because it had dynamics. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, and I, I might cut this out if it's problematic. You'll have to tell me. I'll trust you. I feel like a lot of black artists. I think like the music press just throws like every traditionally black genre at them. I would see that. I'm not knowledgeable enough to say either way. And I, and I don't I don't know if it's fair or not, you know, but like yeah, neo soul, funk, blah blah blah, blues. It's like you're, you're just, just now you're just throwing all the things. Just saying yeah. everything. Um <laughs> yeah. yeah, they really they But maybe I maybe well, like I'm the Tyler wrong the there. Creator when he won like best urban album or something. 
you know, he said that is the he said that is the new way of calling me the N word. <laughs> he's like, he's like, why can't oh, I just be like best pop album? You know, he's like, is this is my right. music not yeah. popular? Um, yeah, it has to be. It has to yeah. be siloed off. Um, but I mean, I you know, like, is it avant garde jazz? No, I wouldn't say that. But I mean, it, elements of mm-hmm. well, when we get to the track that's talking about in particular. Is it really improvisatory? Yes. So sure, it is. You know. Yeah. But uh, I would be remiss if I did not point out that it got a, an average weighted score from Metacritic, Metacritic of eighty-eight out of a hundred. And I'm not like, going to read it, but a glowing review in Pitchfork, which gave it an eight point six. And you know, I will just I'll read the tag up top. The exceptional solo debut from the Alabama Shake singer-songwriter is a thrilling opus that pushes the boundaries of voice, sound, and soul to new extremes. Thank you. Uh, thank you. You know Beautiful. what? Sheldon Pierce is the writer. Uh, shout out to <laughs> shout Sheldon. Out Sheldon. So the people, the people love Jamie. Yeah, and so this Al- Jamie is the name of her sister who died in her teens from. Uh, yes. Oh damn. It, retinoblastoma um which i'm not familiar with but uh yeah so she wrote this album after experiencing writer's block and she's like alabama shakes i gotta put y'all on a hold because i need to just figure some shit out and then this album happened Hmm. (laughs) so and you know do you know was naming the album Jamie just more of a tribute or do the songs specifically I think more of a tribute okay so what... it's it's not like she's the subject of the work no, necessarily I, I would not say that um but I would say that this album pulls a lot from her life so mm-hmm. yep. um do you want to I want to jump into some high level thoughts. Oh yeah, man. That's what the people want. They want to listen to Jamie and they want to hear what this guy has to say about it. Let's see. I, I, I did what have does a... Steven think about <laughs> Jamie? I did have a clarifying question. So you said earlier that um Brittany Howard recorded um and or programmed a lot of the, the different instruments, but then you listed off like five to ten different featured artists. So are those if you people look at that... uh, it's per track. Like okay. it would list things. So like um for example, um, so it's more of a thing that people featured on a track or two, but everything else was her. Is that yeah? Like so, for example, uh, like the bass player from Alabama Shakes that joined her. You know, he plays mm-hmm. on one, two, three, four, six songs, right? Okay, yeah, gotcha. So, but then Britney obviously did the rest, or it was played by keyboard. Mm-hmm. So, um, nice. yeah cool um all right so my overall thoughts so now i'm kind of blown away by how much of it was done by Brittany howard individually that's kind of cool i did not did not know that so that makes it all the more impressive um overall i enjoyed this quite a bit um i like that you've picked something that was apparently um and unsurprisingly critically acclaimed but feels um pretty like accessible to a a normie like me it's not um not too cool for me i mean it might be that's what i wholly picked it because i'm like (laughs) this is this is 
this is so bland. No, it's, it's so not normal. bland in yeah. the slightest. No, but it's cool. Um, I, I'm really impressed by the vocals on this album. No surprise. Really cool guitar work. Um, in the rhythm section, the bass and drums, I a couple things I liked is how much space they left for the other instruments and the vocals. Um, and there's a lot of cool like hi-hat and ride patterns in the drum parts. I'm sure we'll get Insane. some of those. Yeah, like... Um, and I don't know whether that's Brittany Howard's programming or the featured drummer that you mentioned, but um, a lot it's of cool mostly stuff Nate Smith. I mean, okay. it's like it's like a track or two specifically that she did the programmed electronics, gotcha. but most of if it was an acoustic drum or even and you should watch. She did a tiny desk mm-hmm. with several songs from this album. Amazing. And you can see a lot of nice. like Nate Smith is playing a, a trigger pad for mm. a several things nice and i think when you mentioned like trap music as one of the genres i think that's what my mind immediately went to is some of those those drum parts and hi-hat patterns yeah um and overall with some exceptions like there are parts of the album where the sort of energy and intensity ramps up but overall it's just a nice chill vibe chill vibes to podcast too (laughs) very nice how about you how about you selector (laughs) of the album Uh, i think it's great Oh whoa! I uh, one day we should each pick albums that we fucking hate, (laughs) or like we're on the fence. We're on the fence of thinking about ways to spice up the the pod. That could be fun. Our our (laughs) spice up our relationship. Yeah, it's getting kind of stale. Anyway, I yeah, I just think a lot of the the music is clever, and uh, I mean a song in particular that we'll get to, but uh more lyrical things where I'm like, oh, that was a nice little story or a nice little view into how you were dealing with a situation in your life at some point in time. And it's just funky. And I like a lot of, a lot of the bass lines. I mean, they're nice, but sometimes I just like when, uh, it'll just sit on a note through the mm-hmm. whole verse and yeah. then just do a little thing in the chorus and just sit on that one note and just drive along as mm-hmm. beautiful. It's very well orchestrated. Well, beautiful music, beautiful album. How does this compare musically to the Alabama shakes? Um, I don't really, I'm not really familiar with their work. I, I only know a handful. Okay. Um, I would say that it has a lot of, uh, the Alabama Shakes, at least the bit of their first album that I can recall, it you know it was called like rock revi like revivalist rock mm-hmm. was their label, and I get that more from that than I do this. You know, she definitely gotcha. branches into into other genres than trying to stick with something. So sick. Well, uh, you wanna. You want to go through each of these excruciatingly <laughs> one by one? Word by word, note by note. We should just do odds. <laughs> I know you're in a time crunch. We should just do odds. Just kidding. Let's start with an odd one. Number one, history repeats. You like how it starts off with oh, that man. snare drum roll and then layering on it, the actual drum groove? Yes, like, the, nice. the impossible drum groove. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah it's I love a, the way it sounds. Nate Smith is an impossible drummer, so I genuinely was like, okay, <laughs> so he is somehow making that roll happen 
while he's maintaining an entire group. And then I was like, no, he's no. not. He he's not that good. Um, no, that, I, I thought this it was a great funky way to start and, the record. Yeah, yeah, right. Funky bluesy. I really like the very very obvious blues overtones. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the things that really stood out to me was that that killer drum opening, and then when the guitar comes in, just that little little picky part. Um, it feels like a very strong opening track, I would say. Very strong opening track. I like, again, shout out to our not-sponsored genius. I do like when you look at this, all of the like comments are from Brittany Howard. <laughs> so... You know, it's oh yeah, it, like there's like verified verified uh, explanations yeah. from her, yeah, which is I was, pretty cool. Was key, yeah, because you know a lot of things are you, you know like well guesses and speculation, but this is now this is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very helpful. I mean, that's all I got on this one. Yeah, man. Shall we talk about track number two? He loves me. Capital capital H on the he, am I right? That's the big guy. Yeah. The, <laughs> you know the guy upstairs? The guy, the upstairs neighbor. Um, the guy that stomps on the ceiling when you get too loud. Um, the guy when, that sends uh, you to eternal damnation. Whoa, way to just take the phone out of that. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yes. Who is precisely. also yeah. who we're talking about. Yeah, this song actually shocked me because just for some reason, I just assume if you are, and I know this is not, there are plenty of queer people that are religious, but for some reason, I just feel like you aren't because the church famously like hated that population. Yeah, the so Christian church and all church is really famously progressive. Yeah, you know, so this song, I was like, whoa. But I also kind of like dug it because um, when I was a slight church going boy, I was mm. always like, I don't need to go to church. It was like, it's like if if God's love is con- like unconditional, then the fact that I do or do not get up on Sunday will not change his opinion of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is that is actually the lowest hanging thing of what he would hate about me. Yeah, this is a um and it's chill. So chill. So mm. chill. I uh kind of much to my own chagrin, I must admit this one grew on me and the hook is really catchy to me. Um, right? And why I say it to my chagrin because I'm I'm like also a uh recovering former going to church Christian boy and I don't want to listen to a song about <laughs> God. Get out of here, but um I do think it's kind of funny though. Like, what version of God is she talking about? Because <laughs> like, maybe I'd still be around if <laughs> I'd still be into it. If it was like, oh yeah, God's just kind of chill and like does doesn't judge you for anything. Yeah, I was gonna say because she grew up in Georgia, and my impression oh, I thought is it was Alabama. Know, no, Alabama. Why did I say Georgia? I mean, well, there's a song called Georgia. That is why I'm staring at it right now. <laughs> um, and I just said what I looked at. So, no, yeah, she grew up in Alabama. And so I think, you know, like Southern churches are way more intense. I was, I was about to say, maybe she grew up Lutheran like I did <laughs> because Lutherans are just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Show up once in a while. Show up once in a while. Do what you want. Um, mm. But I also really like, do you like that sweet dick guitar? So <laughs> do you even have to ask? It's, t- uh, I also like just, 
she's just a very soulful soulful voice so mm-hmm. when she's like mimicking the bends in like the guitar line in the second verse i'm like ugh, yeah tasty what do you think of the samples in this one this is the first song what's well, only track two but this is the, the first appearance of uh or is it the only appearance of the samples from that that preacherman yeah the only ones that i can recall at least yeah i did not really think usually i'm more hit or miss with them Mm -hmm. and this one i was indifferent i was like yeah i thought it it added um i don't think it was negative yeah i mean it adds to the overall vibe for sure i think another thing that helped me appreciate like not and you know initially go oh well a song about god Ooh, i'm too i'm too millennial for this (laughs) because you know millennial christians don't exist um but I think it's because it was just like her per- it's her personal thing. She wasn't like preaching. Mm-hmm. She's just like this is part of me and I this album is me telling the story yeah. of me. Yeah, her preaching so. comes later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Do you want to take a trip with me? Anywhere but Georgia. Oh, Actually, that's not joke. that's not true. You They're were... not bottom of the list. I was thinking um, just before we recorded because I think she's from Alabama. She's in the Alabama Shakes, and I realized like I definitely forget about the existence of Alabama for like ninety percent of the time. I think, um, and I say that with the full knowledge that I live in a state that most people don't think about like ever. But that's true. Can I also tell you she's from Athens, Alabama, and that's why I got confused because I only know um, of Athens, Georgia. Well, I also know about the the other the big Athens, the the OG. <laughs> Yeah, in Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) That was their first before Pangea fucked us over. (laughs) Oh, so democracy was invented in the U.S. (laughs) I just want Georgia to notice me. I just want Georgia to notice me. Um, So Georgia. Wow, we got sidetracked. Yeah. Do you like uh, in the live versions of this or several that I've watched, she does a nod to Georgia on my mind. I did not know. I didn't see any live versions, so I didn't know that. It's mm, pretty cool. It's it's very it's very nice. But, you know, another one that's like a nice story, a nice nod to. Growing up, Mm -hmm. you have a crush on someone of the same sex, but you're too young to realize what that means. Mm hmm. Yeah, well told. Um couple of things that stood out to me is the organ on this track. Sick organ. Do you also Sick like how there's organ. like a synth layer added to the organ too? Mm, I don't know if my ear was discerning enough to pick that up, but yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You heard it. <laughs> um, We're all on the same page. Yeah. Um really nice vocal harmonies in the hook and then just the the outro solo. Um it's very good. That's my opinion. Very good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. Yeah. I think it's a good song. And I think, I think, but I do think that solo. I noted it really. I think it really captures and goes along with the the tone of the the song and the lyrics. It's very nice. I love a good organ, man. I'm so I, I'm a weak spot for me for sure. You put organ in your song, I'm on board. Dude, yeah, I could stay high on organ forever. <laughs> Is this the vibraphone song? There's some sort of bell-like instrument. No, there's some glockenspiel in it. Oh, it's a or, or sampled. 
Yeah, you know, I paid a lot of money for my degrees to dis- differentiate between percussion instruments. So you let me do it. <laughs> uh, this, this song is, I, I wrote, it's very pretty. I love this song. Do you? Well, it's very pretty. So it's got that going for it. I also wrote that lyrically it's very positive, And then I followed that with the unamused emoji. <laughs> How do you? You're such a piece of shit. How do you not love this song? No, it's a. Just, I, I don't. I, I like just that song. nice pump. And this is that driving where the bass player is just playing that A, just like thumping along for ninety percent of this <laughs> of this song is him just playing that one note in yeah. that like doon 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 doon. I definitely uh, noted. I I really like the bass groove, and I don't know what the name for this is, but it's a very classic thing. With just the rhythm of it, the dun dun. Dun, 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 it's just kind of like dun, a, dun. A, a walk and swing yeah. kind of um, and back to what i said at the beginning like i like how that just creates a lot of space for every everyone else in the composition and i you know this I is kind of more thoughts tonight. very deep thoughts this is kind of more folksy i thought you'd be into that no it's I, more yeah no, not super it's, folksy it's but... got an acoustic guitar <laughs> hey i have a low bar for what is it what is folksy <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't. I don't dislike it. Could, it. I, it could be not an acoustic guitar. It could be like fucking the hard, like double neck electric guitar. But I was like, is that a white person with long hair? That's pretty folksy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, tomorrow you're in for it. Um, this was one. Where I was, just, I don't have a lot of notes on it. I'm just like, really, I like the neo soul vibes in it. Mm. And then I said, tasty ass drums. I specifically mention the drums in the tomorrow part. <laughs> That's the song's name. So, what did I mean by that? Yeah, when she first drops the tomorrow, we always talk about tomorrow. Yeah, very sick, very sick drums, extremely ill. <laughs> <laughs> Please, my drums, they're very sick. <laughs> oh, God, you make me want to give up on everything I hold dear. How do you think I feel? <laughs> These words are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> um, I do. Hey, we have a Stephen's Lyrical Corner, if we may, for a moment. Let's um, hear it. I just, this this line spoke to me. I don't know specifically what she's talking about, but it, it struck a nerve with me. The tomorrow I'll be better. We always talk about tomorrow, but now that we're here without lifting a finger, how do you figure we get lifted? Like, we always talk about things getting better in the future. We got to do something. You know, that's crazy because I also noted that lyric and, and I said, <laughs> and I said, Steve is going to say something. <laughs> it's I don't know. I, like I don't know. I, yeah, I have you pegged. Hmm. The short and sweet of it, if you would say. Damn. Is that I love? Oh, yeah. Mm. How, so how do you like that? I thought you would like this one because this one is, it's not so much folksy, but like kind of like, like old, 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 old school country, yeah, right? Like country like, blues. Yeah, before it was country. I do you also like kind of how it was recorded? It sounded like an older recording with like, yeah. I don't know that I would put my finger on that, but I, I, I'm listening to it now, and I think yeah, it's I, like I on the part about it isn't 
isn't like the you could put the sound effect in you know like in GarageBand of mm-hmm. a record just like going with that it's, that it, static it adds warmth yeah but yeah but it's more of it's just like that fuzz in the back mm-hmm. yeah no this is a return of the gold star this is my first true gold star of the record <sighs> I, I knew it would be I like it a lot I'm pissed um, it wasn't stay high but I knew this would be a gold star for sure yeah. yeah I mean it's just once again beautiful song great vocal melody the interplay with the guitar i I like how stripped back it is um there's a couple bits where the um guitar and vocals are in unison which is very nice yeah very 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 good song i love it beautiful Do do you like how i like how it builds at the end but it's a very subtle build i think it builds in the sense that like the fuzz kind of goes away right and it's just uh it's just her voice is more full and upfront. If anything, they at they get rid of like the room fuzz and just like have it like increase the room sound, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like her room her voice is just filling a space. Man, you're on it tonight. I think I think those changes are so gradual that I don't I didn't necessarily notice it over the course of the song, but now I'm kinda like skipping from the beginning towards the end. And yeah, it definitely sounds totally different pretty cool you know i i had to do a lot of shit in music school to get that degree i had to listen to uh i had to do ear training so i can hear shit like that i had to study music history like 13th century metal (laughs) and you know what no matter what they say don't listen to the haters it was worth every penny okay (laughs) don't worry what alana says okay well she made the same fucking mistake so Um, this one, (laughs) I wrote, this is, like, up top. I thought it was, like, giving me, like, 90s hip-hop vibes for a hot second. In the very beginning, yeah. And then do you, like, so this is her preaching at us, right? And then I was reading, I'm pretty sure on Genius. So this track was all improvised. So Robert Glasper, Hmm. they just had a room of keyboards, and they're like, try and play anything. (laughs) Wow. And then, so they, they improvised that, and then... Nate Smith was just like jamming on, you know, the drums doing his thing. And ah, dude, just Nate Smith chopping out. Like holy shit. And then Brittany wrote this poem that she just threw on over it. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes a lot of sense that it's improvised. And I do musically really like just the energy of this one and it kind of just builds to that that chaotic finale. Um for me, it maybe loses a bit of steam in the second half. It's it's a, it's a bit of a long song, almost five minutes, um, and it 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 does get a bit preachy for me. But the 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 message is righteous. That's why you just have to listen to the drums, man. I mean, and it, the music. Like, I mean, it, it's great drums, everything else. Like at three minutes in, when he starts kind of like slightly getting off kilter, kind of almost Jay Dilla beating it, but. I love Not that. Not super. Yeah. What a insane. In- I also thought this was like, you know, this is not halfway through. It's it's like two thirds of the way through ish, almost kind of, you know. But I thought it was like a nice little palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I feel you, dude. You know what? I feel you too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, baby. How could you call me your babe? You don't provide for me. You don't I love this song. It is funky and groovy. And this is one of the ones she did on her tiny desk. Uh, also, I should have just probably said that up front. The first time I heard anything from this album was her tiny desk. Nice. Thank and, you, NPR. Uh, Thank you, Bob yeah. Boylan. And I don't know. It's just nice. It's funky. Just I'm also a fan of like those nice little grooves where it has the ghost notey kind of stuff, filling mm-hmm. stuff in. And then uh, in this recording specifically, I like the uh, like the metric modulation at the end. Mm. Uh, Dig into that. When the when the groove changes, so you know it's not super triplety anymore, and it goes into a duple feel. So you know it's like oh a, yeah, okay, I'm listening to it now. I I, I hear you. A duple, I love uh, a duple. so tight. This track is groovy. It it is, man. You can repeat me. Till the cows come home, because it's also right. <laughs> um, you know what ain't right? <laughs> what ain't right? Pretty much anything involving a goat head, I would say. I think this is, you know, I'm going to steal something from the stupidest man I've ever met. I'm going to give this one an Andrew Gold Star for lyrics. <laughs> Whoa, Andy listened to the lyrics. Andy read the lyrics. Uh, I, I knew this before I read the <laughs> lyrics. Um, this just hit. So Brittany Howard is also a biracial babe, and she is around our age. I think she's like a year older than us, a year or two. Yeah, I think that's right. So a lot of this, I mean, she grew up, but she has a white mom, too, and a black dad, just like me. I am Brittany Howard. Except she has so much more soul than I ever could hope to have. <laughs> but this song is, well, it's, this is kind of like, was this one of the ones where you're getting kind of like that trap feel? With like I the, think so, yeah. With the, the, it's the a high effect, part, yeah. yeah. And he plays that live on a drum trigger pad. Mm. And it's all like, he, he is just really, his... His hands, he just has really good hands. <laughs> but so he's playing like all of that, you know, because he'll play like the the backbeats, like the one cut, and his right hand is just going. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! Well, you can't do that. Not as good as him. Not as long. Not as sustained as he can. But uh, yeah, obviously, those those lyrics. Just even starting off with tomatoes are green and cotton is white. Mm. My heroes are black, so I got got blue eyes. <laughs> that like, was like, yeah, those were some incredible lines to start the song with. Or just you know, like me personally, you know, it's like so you like you know who slashed my dad's tires and put the goat head in the back, and it's like I'm not supposed to mind because I'm brown, I'm not black. And then she goes, I'm one drop of three fifths. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that she's putting uh. bars here. That was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no surprise probably from you, but yeah, the lyrics for this one, uh, definitely a gold star for me. And, and obviously, musically, I like it a lot. But yeah, I just think everything we just talked about, yeah, lyrically, it's it's so good. It's so like, uh, I mean, it's heavy, obviously, right? 
Did you read any, like, her little annotated thing at the bottom of Genius? And she said, excuse me, she said, uh, you know, like, when you have musician friends and you play them your music, and whenever I would play this track, people would either nervous laugh or start to tear up. And then when I recorded it, I was like, we, we can't use this. And then the like guy recording was like, no, this is going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad she did. Yeah, I mean, I, I should. I, I guess I shouldn't take up too much space talking about this. So it's not really my. This is not my song. But like, just listening to it, I think for people like me, it's a good reminder of the kind of shit that people still deal with. Is all I want to say. I guess accountants. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a good sentiment. I didn't mean to ruin it. <laughs> That was that was very funny. Oh, you have um, to, you have to punish me when I get too earnest. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's a what a just fucking yeah. poignant ass song. Yeah, I mean, I try to always keep in mind and be aware, you know, how just how fucked up everything is. But you know, I I get to go through a lot of my life not thinking about stuff like this. And like you said, she's roughly our age, and this is stuff yeah. that she's experienced. You know, um. Albeit in the deep south, which you know that's not the only place where racists exist, but it, it might be. They're just they're just not as good at hiding it. I Give think... me a good old fashioned Wisconsin racist any day; <laughs> they'll hold the door open for and then call you the n word. I once had a coworker get ticked off at me because I I don't know why we were talking about politics, but I think I insinuated that the South might have you know a uniquely bad history and present and legacy with regards to, you know, racial issues, you know, that might be controversial. Um, she was like, yeah, well, she was from Kentucky, which come on, it's not even the South. She was like, yeah, well, people in the North are racist too. And I was like, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're we're talking about the same coin. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but I think, uh, you know, yeah, whatever. Difficult to argue that, um, I'm just saying the whole, the, all the U.S. is awful, but we don't know a lot of stories of people fucking fleeing Wisconsin for Georgia. <laughs> That's all I'm Good saying. Point. Well, and yeah, like the North fought a whole war to stop to stop racism, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, oh man, the, the woke armies of the North <laughs> assembled. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Captain Planet before Captain Planet existed. <laughs> They just wanted the betterment of all mankind. I'm just imagining like the Union soldiers in their in their blue uniforms, like rainbow hair, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sa- safety pin. <laughs> you know what I appreciate? What your your presence? Is that is that a harp on this on this song? Yeah, it is. It sounds I, really nice. That's a, it's a nice intro. Just some some harp and some just lofty vocals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have you today, and I don't want no more. Dang, that was really good, Andy. Yeah, I'm. I'm I've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> um, aside from the harp, the only other thing I really noted on this one is there's a. I would call it a sweet dick guitar solo. It's yeah, very fuzzy, yeah. and it it sounds like it was maybe two guitars recorded, like uh, multi-tracked. I'd be down to corroborate that story. 
in any case, it's dope. Yeah, uh, I too also have no real notes. I I like it. I think it's a good song. You know, nice little sentiment about like appreciating your partner, having them there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just it's not taking them for granted. You hear that, Alana? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. She won't. She doesn't listen to my podcast. <laughs> Sad. Uh-huh. All right. Well, when Alana is neglecting you and not showing love, you can run to me. Dude, were you getting like... I wrote, this sounds like an 80s power yeah. ballad or like a Prince. It sounded like that one Prince song, like, we are gathered here today. <laughs> I don't know that song. Oh. But yeah, definitely the the synth and like uh, the reverb on the drums and vocals sets a mood. Very much like an 80s vibe to me. And I would know because I'm kind of an 80s kid, so. Do you remember Rachel? Green Bay Rachel? I remember Green Bay Rachel. <laughs> She GD would always Rage. she would always pull that shit like I'm an 80s baby. I was like you were born in 88. Like, I was even you... worse. I was born Christmas of 89. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you don't know shit. <laughs> um Yeah, what do you got to say about this song aside from it sounds like an 80s prince Dude, song? I mean that's it. I you know, I thought I'm like I said that's a closer. <laughs> Um, it definitely sounds like one, one lyric that stood out to me that I like, um, and I quote, it's not funny being wild and free. There's no joy all on your own. And I think just cause you got this concert coming up, BK is on the brain as he always is. <laughs> Bre- Brendan Kelly, the patron saint of the <laughs> Up Next pod. Um, that's true. That's true. <laughs> there's a line from a wandering bird song that it reminds me of where he says, when nobody cares, or when nobody loves you or cares what you do, you don't get much freer than that. Now, do you? And I, I just like that idea of like, yeah, you can be super free alone, <laughs> but like, <laughs> if you want to, you know, be with someone or live amongst people, you know, you gotta, you're you're gonna give up some freedom. Deal with it. Wise, wise words from Senor Stephis, dude. Mm, well, I'm just reading other people's words, but. And is that not the wisest thing of all? <laughs> why have smarter, why, not harder? Yeah, why have your own opinions when you can just read from the internet? All right, well that is that's the last track on the album. Dude. Dude. I think it's that time. It's that time where we give our ratings. Well, do you go first? I'll go first. Um I I'm feeling positive on it after our discussion. And after this this bad boy. <laughs> He's ho- holding up a <laughs> bottle of Everclear. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to slap a four out of five on this album. I think it's good. Mm, fuck. Yes. Um, I think I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this a four. Four and a half short and sweets. Four and a half short and sweet things. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, um, yeah, cool. Congratulations to Brittany Howard. Yeah. Universal acclaim from the Up Next podcast. Yeah, you know, we need to change that Wikipedia article to say, also, fuck Metacritic, Up Next gave it... (laughs) Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. One slightly longer than the other. (laughs) 
One slightly longer thumb. <laughs> That's weird. That's a weird image. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you for showing me what that would look like. <laughs> you all couldn't see it, but I could. Um, I'll release the video for this one. <laughs> all right. So we have listened. I love this recap I do every episode. We have listened to the album. We have rated the album on a scale from zero to five. Um, now it's time for homework, I think. Heck yeah. All right. So, Andy, as you know, I was less prepared for this episode than normal. Um, and in the spirit of that, I've got a, I've got a first, well, second ever um, nomination. We're doing a listener request. <laughs> Listener request. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Um. <laughs> Do we know said listener, or is this an actual random fan listener? Oh, I mean, it's it's someone I hang out with in certain un untoward corners of the internet. Uh, but anyway, I was sitting at work today, and I saw this task on my to doist. Uh, to pick the album for this episode, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I really want to do it, and then someone just happened to give a recommendation and I was like, I'm doing that. So, uh, we are going to be listening to the album Home Video by Lucy Dacus. Okay. Do you know, do you know Lucy Dacus? No idea. Okay. I am just barely familiar with her work. I have not listened to this album. Uh, she does play in a band called Boy Genius with um, Julian Baker and other um, patron saint of the podcast, uh, Phoebe Bridgers. I don't think you can single-handedly say who our patron saints are, but... I think I just did. Mm. Anyway, so... Blasphemer. Uh, home video, Lucy Dacus, came out this year. Listen to it. I don't know much about it because I have not listened to it myself yet. I like Unprepared Steve. He's kind of, like, sexy in an unhinged way. <laughs> uh, not sure what to make of that. Um, so before we go couple well just one really administrative thing we are going to be skipping um our regularly scheduled episode for december 22nd so we will return to you don't worry you'll probably be busy doing other stuff anyway it's fine hell yeah you will um so on that note uh bye merry christmas can i say that Merry Christmas. Happy it's happy Hanukkah. holidays, you no, fucking piece no. of I'm shit. I'm going to list all of them. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. Um, unless you're like Eastern Orthodox, in which case I take back the Happy New Year, and I'll tell you that later. Um, yeah, all the Go holidays. Th- yeah, you should have just gone through your your Google Calendar on every dot that it said something. <laughs> Between now and... Uh, January 5th? Yeah, let me read you the holidays starting... I just arbitrarily hit December 26th. Kwanzaa, the next day. Office closed, the next day. (laughs) Andrew vacation, the next day. Andrew vacation. Oh, wow, that's my work calendar. Happy Kevin birthday. Um, (laughs) Happy Jake birthday. (laughs) Happy off work Janet working. Uh, Happy pod publish. All the important (laughs) holidays. (laughs) All right. Um, well, on that note, I think we should end end it all. It's been nice knowing you guys. <laughs> all right, Andy. Well, I will talk to you 
you know, Friday. Friday! Probably before then. Logistics. Maybe before then. All right. I'm, uh, bye, everyone. Bye, hey, thank everyone. Thank you for listening. I'll take pictures of Steve while he sleeps and upload them to Instagram <laughs> for you guys. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. You just want to hate fuck me with music? <laughs>